Welcome to The Lex Factor, a lawfully good podcast where we'll brief you on the business of law so you can build a better practice and capture more billable hours. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Lex Factor. It's your host, Lauren, here. And co-host, Trina. Oh, Trina. You don't sound like Brad. I don't. Sorry, I didn't have time to practice my Brad voice this morning. <laughs> here, you can try it now if you want. Oh, no, I, I, I don't want to embarrass <laughs> Brad. Yeah. <laughs> You could never, you could never fill his shoes. So. No, no, no. Those are some big shoes to fill. <laughs> um, so Trina's actually our marketing and events coordinator here at Lexicon. So I'm dragging her in today. So this should be fun. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. And we're back here today with Sylvia Coulter of Law Vision. Thank you. Thank you. So just a quick intro. Um, I head up the business development, client development and growth practice at Law Vision. And uh, we basically help clients with everything that has to do with driving revenue. So client growth, client retention, client development, new acquisition. So everything around that. And today what we're going to talk about is something we call SAM legal. So SAM stands for strategic account management. And in the commercial world, That is a very, very common phrase. Um, SAM teams, SAM managers, uh, there's there's an organization focused on SAM and every major commercial organization that has sales teams has has SAM programs. And in law firms, we call it key client planning. And the reason that we're trying to really focus on changing that terminology to SAM is because this really is strategic and it is about account management. And so it's not a program. It really should be integrated, embedded in the firm's overall strategic planning. And in terms of go-to-market strategy, a very strategic SAM program, SAM strategy is, in it's, it's, absolutely critical to the the life of the firm and the long longer life of the firm. Yeah. So big four accounting firms, the big consulting firms, big four plus um, the consulting firms all have strategic account management uh, strategies. And so for those of you listening who have colleagues or good contacts at any of those organizations, or in fact, even your large client organizations, it would be great for you to meet with them and talk to them about their SAM programs and learn something because it's probably, you know, it's very adaptable to the legal world for sure. So we started off last time with the process overall, which is prepare, select, implement, and sustain. It's four major steps and underneath that uh, individual activities and steps that are required to launch and maintain a successful SAM program. So we're going to focus today on the implement and sustain aspects of a strategic account management strategy. So basically on implement, we we start with launching the overall strategy. So we we prepared, which we did research, we selected teams under select stage, and now we're implementing. And that and this is a piece that I think is often missed in strategic account management mm-hmm. with law firms, and that is identifying specific roles and responsibilities 
for the team leaders. And those could, the team leaders could be client relationship uh, managing, you know, management partners. It could be co-leaders. It, uh, you know, we often think it's better to have co-leaders or have a chair of the specific uh, uh, account team or of and a vice chair. Meetings should occur regardless. And, and then under the team leader orientation, roles and responsibilities, very, very important. And the team leaders should be involved in deciding, you know, in addition to the defined roles that the firm defines, uh, the team leaders should also have a say in that. And frankly, if they're not on board with the roles and responsibilities and expectations, then they shouldn't be team leaders, frankly. Mm-hmm. There are so many teams that have been launched that so unsuccessfully, and this is a long-term strategy for the development and growth of important clients to the firm. Do you feel like this is a, a bigger issue in the legal industry? Absolutely. Just these hurdles that you're coming across in, in the different stages. I think so too. I mean, as many guests as we have on and obviously as many clients as we have, it, it's, I don't want to say it's a joke, but it comes up all the time because there's just so many issues when it comes to the the business mm-hmm. side of running firms. But I know you've had a, a pretty broad background. So I'm curious to hear mm-hmm. kind of what you've experienced specifically when you're implementing this with law firms and how that may differ elsewhere, you know? Well, what's it's thanks for that um, that comment and question. What basically when we have gone in and and uh, worked with firms in this area, we often find ourselves diving into teams that are already in place and fixing broken client team yeah. programs. And it's even harder to do that in the legal industry because they're just so inundated with everything else that mm-hmm. they're working on, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They have the billable hour too. So the thought of changing anything that doesn't affect that is just, it's scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, uh, long-term as a strategy, and this is a little bit of an aside to implement, but it could be certainly part of implement and sustain. I mean, any any firm that has a client that on, on an ongoing basis is at least a $10 million plus client. And I realize that's not all our listeners, <laughs> but in, in some cases, you know, a $10 million plus client absolutely should have an individual. And I'm talking one individual who is a strategic account uh, manager. And that person is a salesperson. That person has a sales background. And again, if you look to colleagues in the accounting world, top 10, consulting world, top 10, architectural, engineering, they have strategic account managers. And these people are critical to the long-term success. Why? Because A, we know how to steal share of wallet. We know how to communicate with clients and grow, find opportunities and grow opportunities. And we also know how to work against a set quota. Mm-hmm. So today our account is worth 10 million and we want to grow this account by 
five to 10% year over year. Mm -hmm. We know how to do that. Not only we, but you know, the strategic account managers, we know how to do that. We're trained to do that. And you have to make sure you're nurturing that client as well. You know, it's obviously about growing that account and getting in more revenue, but we talk a lot about taking more of a client centric approach, regardless of Mm -hmm. the size of the account. You know what I mean? And just making sure that your clients are having a a good experience because if they're not, they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, client teams, many of them are successful. You know, they'll see growth because guess what? We're at least paying attention to the client and we're communicating with one another. So there's growth that will happen. But then the team starts to fall apart. Client team leader doesn't make all the meetings. Um, that, you know, we're not connecting with the ongoing strategy and strategic plan of the client. And I'll give you an example. We had um, we had somebody speak at the last um, legal sales and service organization rain dance conference. And he was an account manager, came from legal, was an account manager at Deloitte for one of the largest clients in the world, largest companies in the world. And they, the, you know, the recording is on Lasso's website. It's really, really interesting to hear how that team is set up, how they're structured, and what their focus is. And they are more integrated with the client than the client is sometimes with itself. They, <laughs> they are the bird's eye view of the client, and they know what's going on strategically with that client all over the world. And when you think about Granted, you know, the accounting firms, law firms aren't in the U.S. yet, except for D.C., but they are in every strategic account that any law firm is in if it's a global account. So that's your competition. Mm -hmm. So just that alone, I think, should be a driver for firms to really focus much more strategically on these important clients. And by the way, the SAM process can apply to any client that's important to the firm. It doesn't have to be a large firm. It could be a firm with 25 lawyers and you've got four or five really strategic accounts. So team leader orientation, absolutely critical. Here are your roles. Here's what the expectations are. If you can't follow the, the process and you're not engaged and you're not committed to this, move aside and let's find somebody else. So roles and responsibilities, budget. So budget, that should be prepared every year, just like a practice group budget might be prepared, just like the firm budget might be prepared. And that's based on the knowledge we we collected about the client, the client's imperative goals, uh, the client's um, hopeful goals. You know, how are they going to grow? What What sort of manufacturing is happening? And so these are important questions that every every leader and every team needs to know. So what are our success metrics? That's another thing that the leaders should be involved in helping define. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there should be some that are put forth, set forth by the firm, but also the leaders should have some say in how they want to be measured. Yeah. And how they're going to get there, too. Exactly. And then team member orientation. So we have, this is launch now, implement, right? So we're launching. So team member, team leader orientation includes roles and responsibilities, budget, success metrics. Team member orientation 
includes roles and responsibilities different than what the leaders are. So, you know, some of there there is some overlap, but what are the expectations? What does it mean to be on a team? What does it mean to be a team player? And what responsibilities do we have? And again, there have to be measures in place. So if people are not performing and the team is not advancing and, and against its goals and against the firm goals, then somebody's got to move aside because we have to maintain and grow these important relationships. This is about the firm, not about any individual. Granted, this is tricky, and it is tricky in commercial in the commercial world too because of compensation and everything else. But basically, you know, losing an important client to the firm affects everybody. So growing an important client to the firm affects everybody as well. And then sales training critical. I mean, how are we going to go about retaining and growing yeah. these important Training relationships? in general, critical. Yeah. Right. If we don't know, A, how to be a team, and, and you know, this is different than a litigation team or a M&A team. This is a, you know, this is a sales team. Mm-hmm. So how do we do this? And what's the sales process? Where are we in the process at all stages with this client or new opportunities within the client organization? And so that's for everybody and it should be mandatory. Yeah. And then and then we develop the initial SAM action plan. So this is our plan for the next six to 12 months. And that plan is a dynamic plan. It gets adjusted along the way. Why? Because we are always getting input from yeah. the client. Learning, and the optimizing. Cl- absolutely. And so the client is... Their goals change, things change. So that's what we want to be aware of. These are dynamic plans and they need yeah. to be part of every meeting. And so I think we're it's so about- important too to make sure that you're listening to the client. I think that's where there's a lot of fall mm-hmm. off too. You know what I mean? Like you you think you're supposed yes. to do something one way. You think by doing this, it will, you know, help you meet the goals your firm is trying to meet. Or hey, maybe the firm's always done it this way. This mm-hmm. is what works. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of firms get in the habit of not truly listening to their client base and their needs and pivoting and really focusing on that because that is, that's what's going to drive your business. If your clients are happy, you're meeting their needs. That's what drives you forward. So you have got to make sure you are understanding them. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And we have lots of examples that are in other industries, right? I mean, just think about, I mean, this is a pretty simple example and probably difficult for some people to bridge it to law, but think about the airline industry. And so, uh, you know, we're happy if we get upgraded. We're happy if we get more points. We're happy yep. because we're a gold or platinum customer. You know, so how are we showing our clients? What are we doing for our clients uh, that can align with something like that? So implementation is pretty key. And then and having that action plan that is, uh, it, it carries forward in the meetings. We've been to meetings where, countless meetings where the topic of the meeting is, oh, we have six new matters and we have, um, oh, we have some additional research about this client or the women's group in our firm is running a meeting next Thursday or a cocktail reception. We should invite the GC who's a woman to that. That's not strategic account management, everybody. (laughs) That is not strategic account management. That should be just ongoing 
communication among the lawyers who are servicing a client. And by the way, the the intranet in law firms has all that information. Everyone on the team is responsible for being up to date on what's going on with the client. Precious client meeting time, uh, you know, Sam client team meeting time should not be spent on nonsense like that. It really is a waste of time. That's why the teams fall apart because they're boring meetings. Mm -hmm. Part of implement is to make sure that one of the team members is a client, is the client. The client is part of the team. So they need to be involved in these team meetings. Maybe not every one of them. And maybe the team meetings are 10 minutes. They don't need to be an hour. They could be whatever amount of time we just need to update on something new that one of our partners found out at his his or her last visit to the client. So another part of implementation is who do we know at the client and, and who do we need to know? So again, Big Ten, Big Ten Engineering, Big Ten Consulting, Big Ten Accounting, the, the goal of those SAM teams is we need to know everyone at the C level and, and if possible, at the board level. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be one of the big goals and that's got to be one of the implementation strategies. So who do we know and who do we have relationships with and how strong are those relationships? And then who do we need to know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's got to be a focus a of every point, yeah. SAM team, yeah. right? Because if we don't know who board members are and we don't know who C-level executives are, that's not a good situation for us. Then we are technical legal advisors, but we aren't trusted advisors. Mm-hmm. So exactly. the real true meaning of trusted advisors at a very high level, again, yeah. great to talk with the accounting firm leaders who are involved in these types of teams to see exactly how this is done really well. So that's launch. And then we go to our last piece of the, you know, overall process, right? Prepare, select, implement, sustain. So this one's going to be interesting. I feel like I know you said a lot of a lot of firms, <laughs> a lot of companies kind of fall off with the implementation, but I think this especially sustaining maintenance, you know, they put in all this work, they implement this new process or this new strategy, mm-hmm. depending on what you're working on, um, but actually upkeeping it, sustaining it, optimizing yeah, it, I feel with like, it. <laughs> exactly, especially from a corporate side, that's where I see a lot of fall off. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, facilitating the ongoing SAM team meetings. So when we have these ongoing SAM team meetings, again, we could schedule them monthly, but they may only need to be 10 minutes. And maybe if there's nothing to update, nothing new right now, we skip this month. It doesn't have to be every single month. It has to be regular Mm -hmm. because something's going on with the client on a regular basis, right? Especially the bigger the company, the more things going on at that company. Um, I was just talking with a client and he said, well, we, you know, we, we don't, I don't know that we need a team for this client. Um, And I know the client pretty well. And I know their engineering team. And I said, well, why, you know, why don't I just go talk? To, why don't I just set up a call with the client and see what's going on? And just, just to give you an example of the type of feedback, because I was trying to convince them to do a SAM team around two of their yeah. really important clients. And when I talked to the client, 
the client said, oh, we, you know, we absolutely love him. It'd be great to know other partners from the firm. We don't know anyone else. And number two, they don't, they haven't done anything since we launched in Europe. And we've got a huge distribution plan. We've got all wow. sorts of great stuff. We just hired a new sales guy um, who's in charge of Europe which ironically happened to be our friend's son, which was just a total bizarre, <laughs> wow. situation, you know, bizarre really thing. Small yeah. World, yeah. <laughs> I know really crazy. Cause this is out in Utah. Huh. And, um, and so uh, my client was very surprised. And I said, look, and, and the client, his client said, you know, it would be great if we could just put together a game plan for the whole year, he's got to come out here, walk the shop, get to know the other engineers, get to know our C-level team. And so it's like, look, you know the GC and you know this engineer. What happens if they leave? Now you now where are yeah, you with this client? Exactly. So that's that's you know, that's an example of why no, that's we a want great to do point. client teams and 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 also it's something we run into a lot where the partners say, well, I know this client and I know all that. And, and there's not, there's no way we can know everything about a client's strategy. It's just yeah. impossible. And even if you quote unquote do, don't hoard that knowledge. I mean, what if you take a vacation one day? What if you mm -hmm. leave for, you know, Bahamas for two weeks and what? <laughs> right. It's very important. So ongoing, you know, the ongoing sustaining of these SAM teams is where the rubber meets the road, right? It's where we are meeting with them as their legal advisors. And that's the kind of mindset that we hope the lawyers get into. So you, you are trusted people to, these are your clients, whether you're a technical advisor, you actually are a long-term strategic trusted advisor. Regardless, they trust you because they're giving you legal work. And so go out and plan with them the next year or the, the, you know, meet with them at least quarterly to find out where are you year to date? What's changed about the strategy of the organization? This is critical stuff to do. I mean, this is strategic account management. Mm -hmm. And without that input from the client, you don't have a strategic account plan. You've got a bunch of people talking about what they know about the client, which is not which is very one-sided exactly. and pretty shallow because it's only from the perspective of us doing legal work for that client that we really understand the client. And then year-end strategic reviews, super, super important to do. That's what I'm talking about, you know, discussing the relationship. How are they with our team? Any kudos for members of the team? And they should be coming into either they should be going to the client organization, three or four members of the strategic account team, or they should invite the three or four members of the client team, uh, I mean, of the client side into the firm to meet with firm leadership. This is a real formal type of strategic review that the firm conducts with the client mm -hmm. once a year. So as again, just to emphasize that the sustaining these uh, strategic accounts really means partnering with them shoulder to shoulder and being their legal planners based on what I know is happening in 2022 with this client, what their goals are, what their strategies are, what their distribution, all the things we mentioned earlier, now I can do what? I can anticipate what their legal needs might be. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so now I'm ahead of the game. I am 
planning with them. And I'm not just reacting and answering the phone when they're, you know, when their business is dictating, oh, we've got a legal issue. I'm anticipating what some of those are. Yeah. And if if you take the time to build the trust with that client, they're going to listen to you. They're going to hear you. And most likely you just got yourself that additional sale or, you know, that increased revenue from this specific case. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We were doing some training last week and and I said, well, how many of you have visited a client and you always come away with work? And everybody nodded, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's when we engage, then things happen. And then we want to base, based on our strategic review, our plan for the upcoming year or the balance of the existing year with input from the client, we want to update and refine our SAM plan. So this is, again, a dynamic document. And then what we want to do is really look at where have we added value? We're retaining, maintaining a dashboard of data. Where did we do write-offs? Where did we do CLEs? Where did we invest in the client and in the relationship? And that should be on a dashboard that we're keeping for the client. And we should have a pipeline, a sales forecast for every single client, for every single strategic account, because this is where the majority of the firm's revenue is coming from. And it doesn't matter how small the firm is or how big the firm is. The majority of the firm's revenue is generally coming from less than, I'd say, 80% roughly, okay? We can, you know, give or take there. 80% is coming from about 20% of the firm's clients. And that number has held pretty true, whether it's a small firm uh, or or a large large firm, so it's it's an interesting analysis to go through for every firm. Yeah. So so you know having the dashboard of metrics, having the pipeline that's showing us what new opportunities we have, how are we staying on top of these? Who else from the team, from the firm needs to be involved? So we said initially for prepare and select stages that client teams should be no more than seven people. You start adding piling on people, 20, 30 people from all over the globe or all over different offices or even a small firm, 10 people are on one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah, It just doesn't work. So everyone is on the client team, but there's an ambassador, there's a leadership group that is driving the strategy, that's running the strategy. And then they pull in people as they need for addressing the client's needs, for presenting to on uh, new opportunities they're learning about by, by talking with the client or by having the client visit the firm. So that's basically it. It's, it's a very simple process, but it's complex in the implementation, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it can be very difficult to figure out who's going to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this course, is not yeah. about, I want to go pitch. This is about strategically who has been servicing the client, who are likely all the way down to, like I said, third years, um, who are likely successors all the way down, 
10, 20 years from now. And that's what we've got to be thinking about if for the for the lifeblood of the firm. Yeah. So that's the process. Awesome. And so kind of to, to wrap things up, obviously there's a lot of firms today that aren't doing this or maybe aren't doing it well. Can you mm-hmm. maybe leave a, a few parting tips that they can kind of put into place today when they're maybe considering doing something like this or adopting it or obviously working with Law Vision? (laughs) Well, I'd love everybody to read our book. Steve Bell and I wrote a book on this. It's called Sam Legal, Turning Key Clients into Strategic Accounts. That basically, I mean, we've given away our IP in that book. (laughs) it, It goes through the whole process, how to do it all. We've got loads of forms in there. But I would say, look, here, focus on the benefits. The benefits are client retention and growth, absolutely key. Mm -hmm. Building trusted relationships, which obviously leads to client retention and growth. (laughs) Alignment with the client. So now they see us as a partner in this, uh, in, in their business. And that's really critical. So are we aligned with the client based on how the client views us? And then it, it facilitates collaboration across the firm. Again, really, really important. People say we're collaborative, we're team players. You look at every firm's website, they say the same things, but are they really? And how are they demonstrating that to their important clients? And then there are some costs associated. Um, Again, we talked about budgets. So there's some research, um, visits and entertainment, visits Mm -hmm. to the client, client coming to the firm, which I think is just as important. Um, having an experienced sales leader, that which is possibly a new cost. Mm-hmm. And then there, there may be consultants who are helping launch and sustain just the initial first, second year of something like this. But overall, it's stay focused. You know, when firms want to do something like this or maybe reinvigorate, add some new octane to the client teams, uh, just, you know, don't try to bite off the whole thing all at once. Pick one. Uh, if you haven't launched something like this before, pick one or two clients to focus on, get it right, and then go forth and, and launch more teams. But launching 10 all at once yeah. <laughs> is is not a good idea. No, <laughs> figure know, out, so. optimize it, make sure you know what you're doing, and then push it out across the board. Absolutely. Absolutely. Build the internal support functions for this type of strategy. But this, again, this this should be one of the major strategic objectives of the firm overall. Definitely. Well, Sylvia, it was a pleasure having you as always. Very insightful. So thank you for coming back. A lot of good information. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It was great. Definitely, definitely. And everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Lex Factor. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to The Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.